You're listening to Give Me the Bible with Len. Today's program is entitled The Message of the Motorcycles. Hello, my radio friends. Welcome to the program today. You might be curious that in a series about what the Bible has to say, that I've chosen to speak to you about motorcycles. But did you realise that the names of at least five brands of motorcycles are mentioned in the Bible? Is this prophecy or what? since the last book of the Bible was written just over 2,000 years ago. Were the Bible writers, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, given special insights into the future, that they would mention these names of something not even thought about back then? No, I think not. Although I recognise that God has given prophets messages dreams and visions about what would happen in future times. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 has this to say about the Bible. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness. In Ezekiel 38.17 is this statement about how God, who knows the future, reveals insights to people whom he has chosen to warn about future events. Here's what the verse says. Thus says the Lord, Are you of whom I have spoken in old times by my servants, the prophets of Israel, who prophesied in those days for many years, that I would bring you against them? Without delving into whom the Lord was addressing, the point is that God has used people in the past, including both men and women, to present messages about the future. Now, Back to the motorcycles. Five names of motorcycles appear in the Bible. They are Hunter, Matchless, Triumph, Victory and Singer. Well, the first one mentioned is Hunter. Hunter motorcycles have fairly recently become better known. They are currently manufactured in Western Australia. The word hunter is mentioned at least five times in the Bible. A hunter is someone who goes out on a mission to find and capture or kill its quarry. Often hunters are carnivores, but that's not always the case but it seems that most people are, in a special way, a special sense, hunters. Most human beings are on the hunt for good things like a good life, possessions, and most important of all, prolonged or even better, eternal life. 
In Matthew chapter 16 and 18, Jesus, speaking to his disciples, described the operative to getting eternal life as the keys of the kingdom. The key to God's kingdom is the gospel message, which tells how we must be saved, that is, how to receive eternal life. Unlike some false teachings about how to be saved, we are not required to do some grand deed. We are not required to deprive ourselves of food, companionship or life's necessities. We're not required to pay lots of money or to go on a pilgrimage. Eternal life is a free gift of God, but there are conditions. It requires acceptance of God's generous offer that you can be forgiven of your sins because Jesus paid the penalty that we would otherwise have to pay ourselves, and that penalty is death. Because of what Jesus did for us, we are freed from having to pay that debt ourselves. But we must admit that we're sinners. We must be sorry for what we've done wrong. We must accept Christ's sacrifice, and we must desire a life of righteousness. No payments needed, no pilgrimages needed, no great deeds needed. Just accept the offer. It is free, and if accepted, it'll free you from the grip of Satan. It is, as the Apostle Peter explained in Acts chapter 2, verse 21, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Hunting is seeking, and the hunter the Bible speaks of is to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will freely pardon. And that's found in Isaiah 55, verses 6 and 7. The hunter is to hunt or seek the Lord. The hunter motorcycle is a reminder to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And that's from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, and it's the words of Jesus. Salvation to some is too easy. Too good to be true, don't you think? Well, now we come to our second motorcycle word mentioned in the Bible, and that's matchless. Matchless means unequaled by nothing or no one. It means surpassing everything else and to be unequaled. Matchless motorcycles were made in England, but matchless in the Bible refers to God's unequaled goodness his unequalled grace, his unequalled love. 
The first biblical reference using the word matchless is Isaiah chapter 30, verse 18. It is from the Amplified uh, Classic uh, version of the Bible. The verse says, And therefore the Lord earnestly waits, expecting, looking, and longing to be gracious to you. And therefore he lifts himself up, that he may have mercy on you and show loving kindness to you. For the Lord is a God of justice, blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied, are those who earnestly wait for him, who expect and look and long for him, for his victory, his favour, his love, his peace, his joy, and his matchless, unbroken companionship. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 18 also describes another aspect of God's character, how he is faithful and unchanging. It says, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. You see, the Lord is not fickle, in a good mood one day and uncooperative the next. He's faithful, and when you befriend him, you have a matchless friend. He won't tell any secrets you share with him. He won't break any promises. He won't refuse to listen when you pray to him. And he wants to do good for you, not just now and then, but all the time. Another matchless verse. This time it's from the Amplified Bible in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 4. Blessed and enviably happy with a happiness produced by the experience of God's favour and especially conditioned by the revelation of his matchless grace are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Grace is goodwill in action. Grace is undeserved and grace is given out of love. God's grace is beyond anything human beings can give. God could have easily wiped out sinful human beings because we all have gone wrong. Annihilating sinners would be the quick, simple solution for God. Get rid of the nuisances. Then there'd be no more trouble, eh? But instead of that, God took upon himself the task of making things right, of restoring at infinite cost damaged human beings. And don't think for one moment that was easy. It wasn't. But because of his matchless grace, God did what was necessary to redeem us. The Apostle John in 1 John 3.1 called it correctly. He said, How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the sons of God. No, not just servants, but sons and daughters. From the International Standard Version of the Bible is this last reference using matchless. 
It's from Philippians 2.9 and it says, Now lifted up by God to heaven, a name above all others, given this matchless name possessing. Whose matchless name? Well, it's the name above all names, Jesus. You know, my friends, it really grates on my nerves when people use the name of Jesus carelessly, like when something goes wrong and they exclaim, Jesus, or Christ, or Cripes. And the same goes when people use the abbreviated version and say, Gee, we are not to use God's name carelessly. Cuss words, like I've just described, are an insult to God. Matchless motorcycles are a reminder of God's beautiful character and grace. Now we come to the next one, triumph. The word triumph is used at least nine times in the Bible. Triumph means to succeed, to overcome, to win. The Old Testament records a number of battles the Israelites were in and won. Usually they triumphed because God intervened for them. In the New Testament there is only one usage of the word triumph. It is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. It says this, Now thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ, and makes manifest the savour of his knowledge by us in every place. If you know anything about the spread of the good news of salvation by the Apostle Paul and his companions, you would know that Paul, the writer of the passage I just read to you, was imprisoned, tortured, shipwrecked, heckled, beaten, whipped, and in the end martyred for his faith and witness. Yet he says that he triumphed in and because of Christ. Now, I don't know about your personal battles, but all my life I've been involved in a conflict, a conflict against sin and the originator of sin, Satan. The Apostle Paul had the same battle, and he realised that our enemy, the devil, is much smarter and much more powerful than we are. But we have a more powerful ally, Jesus Christ, who has overcome the devil and his dirty deceptions. It is through Jesus that we become triumphant and share in his triumph. The Apostle Paul, in writing about the battle we're involved in, had this to say, as recorded in Ephesians 6, verses 11 and 12. He said, Put on the whole armour of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, 
against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Can we win the battle against evil in our own strength? Well, the answer is no, because we're at a disadvantage to begin with, because we have a sinful nature. Unless we place our dependence in Christ and stay close to him, relying on his triumph over sin, we're a lost cause. But thanks be to God that Jesus is able to help us. We're going to stop here and go on straight afterwards. Who made the mountains? Who made the trees? Who made the rivers flow to the sea? Then hearses the rain when the earth is dry. Somebody bigger than you and I. Who made the flowers to bloom in the spring? Who made the song for the robins to sing? in a battle and we have a terrible enemy Satan but fortunately we have an even stronger more powerful ally in Jesus and as the Apostle Paul said thanks be to God about that in Hebrews 4.15 is this statement about Jesus who's now in heaven as our high priest ministering for repentant sinners the statement says for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses but we have one who's been tempted in every way as we are yet without sin 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's really good news. Jesus himself said, and this is recorded in John 8, verse 35 and 36, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son or daughter belongs to it forever. So, if the Son of God, that's Jesus, sets you free, you will be free. Now, I know that some of you have done some really bad things in your lives, and you might be thinking to yourselves, how can God forgive me? What I've done is unforgivable. Let me assure you that it's, that is not the case. In 2 Corinthians 12.9 is God's answer. He says, My grace is sufficient for you. You cannot out-sin God's grace. If you're genuinely sorry for what you've done, God promises in 1 John 1.9 that if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes, we may triumph over sin and our sinful natures through the strength and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now we come to motorcycle name number four, which is Victory. Victory motorcycles are made in the United States. They chose their brand name well, as the name suggests and means success. Victory is used in the context of Jesus achieving victory over Satan at the crucifixion. And in the second instance, it refers to individuals who are faithful to the Lord and faithful in following what is instructed in his word. To be a victor, you need to successfully achieve or win through a difficult situation. With the help of the Lord, as I previously stated, we are all involved in a fight. On one hand is Satan using all his deceptions and trickery, trying to take us down, trying to have us in his mastery, trying to make us conform to his evil nature and will. He's pretty successful with most people. On the other hand is Jesus, gently calling us to live according to his will, not forcing or tricking anyone, but giving all the aid possible to anyone who seriously wants to live a life pleasing to God. Most of the Bible references referring to Victor are found in the last book of the Bible, Revelation, which refers to the end of the age on this earth and beyond. Here's one reference, Revelation 3.21. Jesus is speaking. The victor, I will give him the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I also won the victory and sat down with my father on his throne. At the second coming of Jesus, there will be some tremendous changes. The wicked will be destroyed and the righteous will be taken to heaven. Not only that, but at that time God's faithful people 
will be given immortality. And that's explained in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 54 and 55, where it says, When the perishable, that means subject to decay, has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with the immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. At that time, there'll be no more death for God's people because they will have all been given immortality. And that's the time I look forward to, and I hope you do too. Now we come to number five, which is called Singer. Singer motorcycles are no longer in production, but were made in England as were Singer cars, and of course, Singer sewing machines. The word Singer is used in the Bible only a few times, although Singers and Singing is used quite often. One of the most prominent times when people burst out in song is after a great event where they've come through in victory. After the Israelites passed unharmed through the Red Sea, when they were safe on the other side, they burst out in song. At the end of time when God's people are all gathered in heaven, as is recorded in Revelation 19, they, and I hope that means we, all will burst out in song, the first part of which will go something like this. Alleluia, for the Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. I want to be part of that group that sings praises to the Lord at that wonderful time. So, Next time you hear motorcycles go by, instead of regarding them as death traps, just think of the spiritual messages certain brands evoke. The messages are about life, not death. The hunter might make you realise that your quest is to hunt, to seek Christ and his righteousness. The matchless is a reminder that God's character, love and grace are matchless and they are provided for you. The triumph reminds us that we are able to triumph over sin as we link our lives with Jesus. The victor is a reminder that we can become victors as we continually commit ourselves to the Lord who provides for us and strengthens us. Singer helps us to realise that our biggest ambition is to be a singer of praises to our God as we spend blissful eternity in his presence and in enjoying what he has provided for us. So, God bless you, my friends as you choose to serve the Lord and follow him.